0: welcome to the lexington public library's tales from the kentucky room podcast where we discuss everything lexington and fayette county history i'm Miriam, and in each episode of this podcast we will feature a guest that will share a piece of local history so thank you for tuning in and enjoy this is jp johnson I was first introduced to Dolly Johnson by a friend, Tim, who sent me a picture of an African-American woman standing at the center of a kitchen in a crisp white apron and a white turban with the message, This is Dolly Johnson. She's from Lexington and was a cook at the White House. My imagination was immediately fired up by this woman who seemed so packed tight with possibility who I learned could and did say no to prominent white men of her time and who cooked potentially some of the best food of the late 19th and early 20th century. As Lexington has recently started to more intentionally celebrate the contributions of its African American citizens to the bluegrass, I wanted to add my voice in a small but passionate way by celebrating Dolly Johnson, an African American cook who helped to lay the foundation of modern American foodways. This podcast is part of what Toni Tipton Martin calls in her introduction to Minnie C. Fox's The Bluegrass Cookbook, Public Acknowledgement of the Magnitude of the Black Contribution by these quote, turban mistresses of the kitchen, end quote, to Southern foodways, Southern culture, and Southern hospitality. When Dolly Johnson Dandridge died, she was possibly the most well-known cook in the United States. Her death, like her rise to the White House, was reported nationwide, Her obituary appeared in the Lexington Papers, her home, the Cincinnati Inquirer, the Birmingham News, and the Washington Post. Known as the White House cook, she was one of the first African-American women to have a business on Main Street in Lexington, and even after her time in the White House, she was continually headhunted by prominent men from around the country to come be their personal chef. Laura Johnson, known for most of her life as Dolly, was born in Louisville, Kentucky, about 1852. Then, depending on which papers you read, her rise to the White House took two different paths. Though she was neither the personal cook to a presidential candidate or already living in Washington, D.C., she was offered a job in the White House of President Benjamin Harrison. One version of Dolly's biography says that she had cooked for the Harrison family in Indiana, and that they had reached out to her after Harrison had fired Madame Poulinard, whose French cuisine was too rich for the Harrison family. The other version states that First Lady Caroline Harrison reached out to a Mrs. H.M. Skillman of Lexington in search of a Kentucky cook. The Kentucky leader of December 3rd, 1889 reports. Kentucky is known for something else besides pretty girls, fine whiskey, and fleet horses. The fame of her cuisine has spread far and wide, and a Kentucky dinner has gotten to be synonymous with a feast for the gods. In this ramification of reports, some of the branches must have struck the ears of Mrs. Harrison, the president's wife, for she wrote a letter out here recently to Mrs. H.M. Skillman of this city, in which she puts in an earnest plea for a Kentucky cook. In response to this request, a well-known feminine colored caterer will leave the city tomorrow for Washington and will hereafter preside over the destinies of the president's kitchen and titillate his palate with the most conscientiously concocted pied de resistance. This cook is best known to Lexington as Dolly. For years and years she has had no other name and it is unnecessary to give her another here suffice it to say she is a professional caterer and attends to the wants of parties and other entertainments her reputation has been excellent speaking from a culinary point of view and for anything known to the contrary in every way with a kentucky cook president harrison will now be able to administer the affairs of the nation in a way that will elicit admiration from everybody dolly's removal to dc was reported in several papers The Portage Daily Register, Portage, Wisconsin, 11 December, 1889. A telegram from Louisville, Kentucky, says that Mrs. Laura Johnson, a noted Negro cook, left the city Tuesday for Washington City to cook for the White House. The Woodland Daily Democrat, Woodland, California, 9 January 1890. They have a colored Kentucky cook at the White House, Laura Johnson of Lexington having been recently installed in the responsible position of cook for the president. Terrapin Soup. You will need three terrapins, five to seven inches, a half a cup of butter, one heaping tablespoon of flour, one pint milk, salt and pepper, six hard-boiled eggs, a half pint thick cream, sherry wine. Boil terrapins and pick out meat. Melt butter, and good-sized saucepan. Remove from fire and blend in flour. Stir in milk gradually and season with salt and pepper. Chop egg whites and add with terrapin meat to milk mixture. Stir in mashed yolks and eggs. Return to stove and simmer until thickened. Last, add cream. Add sherry wine to your taste. There is only one known image of Dolly Johnson. She stands at the center of the White House kitchen, a sun around which everything spins. Shelves holding spices and jugs, flatware plates, pans hanging from pins set in the back wall, a stovetop and oven. Most of the room in shadow, including Dolly's face, her white apron drawing the eye into the depths of this space, her space, her space, Her Birmingham, Alabama obituary described her as a large woman, but here in the kitchen she seems like a focused point, drawing everything to her, full of pregnant possibility. To paraphrase a poem by Lucille Clifton, Dolly's presence suggests won't you celebrate with me what I have cooked into a kind of life. Dolly cooked for the Harrison family, and after Grover Cleveland won the presidential election, she continued at the White House for a year until Cleveland fired her. When President Cleveland tried to rehire Dolly, she said no and returned to Kentucky. In 1894, she met and married the chef, Edward Dandridge. The Dandridges came to Lexington, and Dolly opened a restaurant on Limestone Street, just south of Main Street, and over the door hung a sign which read, Dolly Johnson Dandridge, the famous White House cook. Consomme Royale. One pound ground beef, one ounce minced carrots, one leek, white section only, two egg whites, salt, white pepper, one tablespoon white wine, a half an ounce tomato puree, one one-fourth quart beef stock. Mix all ingredients except stock. Add to saucepan with stock, stir and whip. Stir until stock is 120 degrees. Bring to and maintain a light simmer until flavor intensity of consomme is achieved. Carefully ladle consomme through cheesecloth lined chinoise. Dupillage, surface of fat, season with salt as needed. Once Dolly returned to Lexington after marrying Ed Dandridge on New Year's Day in 1894, she opened her first dining room at 152 South Limestone Street. She traveled back and forth between Lexington and Louisville, catering for different events and organizations. She prepared a dinner for Confederate General Basil Duke in honor of Mr. Sidney Ballou, Duke's son-in-law who was visiting from Honolulu. In 1904 general matthew c butler previously a u.s senator from south carolina came to lexington to headhunt dolly general matthew c butler former united states senator from south carolina but now a resident of washington has been in the city for the last few days combining business with pleasure upon his arrival here general butler made diligent inquiries in regard to dolly johnson dandridge the famous colored cook who presided over the kitchen of the White House during the term of President Harrison. And upon being directed to the restaurant now conducted by her in this city, General Butler had her prepare a meal for him. During the term of President Harrison and while General Butler represented his state in the United States Senate, he spent many evenings at the White House as the guest of the president, and it was here that he partook of the meals prepared by Dolly, whose cooking General Butler pronounced the best he had ever eaten. General Butler was immediately recognized by Dolly when he entered her restaurant, and while he was eating the meal prepared by her, the two talked over old times in Washington and many pleasant episodes in the lives that both were discussed. Potatoes Duchesse. Two pounds potatoes peeled and cut into chunks, salt, a fourth cup heavy cream, four tablespoons butter divided, half teaspoon nutmeg, half teaspoon black pepper, three egg yolks. Boil the potatoes until tender, melt the butter, Drain the potatoes, put back in pot over low heat, allow them to steam for a minute or so. Mash with butter, then with spices and cream, then with salt and egg yolks. Mash until smooth. Pipe onto a baking sheet, brush with melted butter. Bake until nicely browned, about 20 minutes. By 1910, Dolly had closed her limestone dining room and opened a new venture at 215 East Main Street, the White House Cafe. However, this new establishment would not last long. From Adrian Miller's The President's Kitchen Cabinet, The Lexington leader reported on November 30, 1910, that Dolly Dandridge would soon be opening a restaurant, the White House Cafe, at 215 East Main Street. She will serve regular meals and also special orders and will make this the headquarters of her general catering for entertainments, the newspaper reported. But by March, the leader reported she had closed the cafe because she was hired to reopen the dining room at the Central Hotel at the corner of Short and Upper Streets. Over the next few years, Dandridge moved her business to several other downtown locations. Dolly Dandridge, the White House cook, has closed her dining room at 203 South Upper Street for the summer, owing to the heat and the torn-up condition of the nearby streets, the leader reported on July 11, 1912. She will devote her entire attention to catering for weddings and parties. Dolly's last known presidential culinary act was the pecan cake she made for President Theodore Roosevelt's daughter, Alice, to celebrate her nuptials to an upstart politician named Nicholas Longworth. From the Washington Times, May Fourth, nineteen 1907. Representative Nicholas Longworth and Mrs. Longworth, formerly Alice Lee Roosevelt, daughter of President Roosevelt, arrived here from Cincinnati this morning in their large touring car to attend the closing day of the races as guests of the Kentucky Racing Association at Lexington. This is the first visit of Mrs. Longworth to Lexington, and in coming here, she gratifies her wish to see the Bluegrass region. The Kentucky Association served a luncheon this afternoon at the clubhouse in honor of the Longworths. The luncheon was prepared by Dolly Dandridge, who was the White House cook during the administration of President Harrison. When Mrs. Longworth was married, Dolly made her a splendid cake and sent it with her compliments. Bluegrass corn pudding. Eight ears of corn, one tablespoon of butter, one teacup of milk, one teaspoon of flour, salt and pepper to taste, three eggs. Grate the corn and scrape cob with knife. Beat the eggs light and stir in cream, butter and flour and mix with the milk and add the corn. Season and bake three quarters of an hour. Dolly Johnson Dangerous died February 1st, 1918. Her death was reported from Alabama to Washington, D.C. Every obituary noted her culinary skills, her presidential service, and the cake she had made for Alice Roosevelt Longworth. From the Washington, D.C. Evening Star, February 11th, 1918. Dolly Dangerous, formerly Cook, at the white house is dead at her home in lexington kentucky she was a famous cook in kentucky and declined to accept service outside of the bluegrass state until the administration of president harris when she came to washington to cook in the kitchen of the executive mansion a place she had refused during president cleveland's administration she probably was acquainted with more prominent people than any other woman of color of her time her last service out of lexington was with the pillars of cincinnati of which former President William Howard Taft is a member. The huge bridal cake at the wedding dinner of Mr. and Mrs. Nicholas Longworth was made by Dolly. Laura Dolly Johnson Dandridge and her husband Ed are buried at African Cemetery No. 2. There's a gravestone that simply says Dandridge near the gravestone of Dolly's daughter, Emma Bailey. At the 1899 Lexington Colored Fair, Dolly Johnson Dandridge won an award for the best wine. She made cherry wine. Cherry wine. Measure the berries and bruise them, adding to every gallon one quart boiling water. Let it stand for 24 hours, stirring occasionally. Then strain off the liquor, put in a jar, adding two pounds sugar to every gallon. Stop tightly and let it stand till the next October, when it will be fit for use without straining or boiling. Thanks for listening to Tales from the Kentucky Room, a podcast brought to you by the Central Library's Kentucky Room staff at the Lexington Public Library. If you enjoyed listening, please take a minute to subscribe, rate, and review the podcast on Apple Podcasts and Stitcher. If you have any questions about local history or genealogy research, you can visit us in the Kentucky Room to use our collection and newspaper microfilm, or you can email us at elibrarian at lexpublib.org. That's elibrarian at dot I'm Miriam, and we'll be back with another trip down Lexington's memory lane.